this is the Food Scientist Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Zajac, and I'm here with two nobodies. One of them is Danny Sussman. I am a minor internet celebrity. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Brian Pierce. My mom thinks I'm a somebody. <laughs> and if, if you want to know why I changed the introduction, check us out on YouTube and check the intro you don't get to hear before we start the official podcast. With that said, we will have news and experiences. Uh, and then just uh, we're only tasting two things because we have a whole DQ menu to talk about. But we're also going to taste some saucy sauces and some Halloween themed Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, I have to say this is such a huge week with things going on. Like this is the 2020 is turning around, folks. Like things are getting better. Like this is a sign that things are getting better. I mean, this was going to be an amazing week of like just different foods and discussions. And then, you know, old Danny boy had to say, hey, Brian, the pipes, the pipes are calling. And we're doing these horrible condiments as well. Well, for me, horrible condiments. I'm sure I, I don't think that's how that went down. I, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like 99.9% .9 sure that's not how it happened. But I'm glad to get the saucy sauces out of my house. Because if I never see the word mayo must again. Yeah. I'll be happy. Oh. But today we will have mayo must. Don't you we will it. have mayo racha. Yeah. We will. We will have mayo Q. Yep. <sighs> and it, I will say we... this. And Brian, your face is not as bad as it was when I said corn soup. Oh. But, but we should end with these so we can get the... Uh, end with the peanut butter cups so we can get the bad taste out of our mouth. Franken cups. Franken cups. Yes. Not related to Al. Correct. That we know of. No. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we even in our stockpile, there are three new or returning Reese's, or not Reese's, Oreos, but that will probably be next week because there just wasn't room for Oreos. And I mean, you know, there's a lot going on when we don't have room for new Oreos. Have it you may ever have been Brian... because, yeah, it may have been because they were lemon Oreos. Ah, uh, yes. There's Plus, lemon Oreos from heard... here, lemon Oreos from Mexico, yeah. <laughs> These guys never say there's no room for Oreos, but lemon, yeah. Yeah. And maple. The maple ones are yeah, bad. Yeah, the returning maple ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mayo must not try that. I, I agree with the, the chat there on that one. <laughs> so let's we, move on. We will. Yeah, let's move on to food news. I think we all have some news Yay. items. I don't know who wants to go first. I got, I got to go first here, folks. Okay. Yeah, you've been holding this in. Because there's new Little Debbie news, and Little Debbie, it, it's hard to take me by surprise and get me really excited. You know, after all these years of me and Deb, you know, rocking it together, like, you know, she still has found a way to, to like, surprise me in a good way. Because there is a new Little Debbie cereal coming out. Ooh. Um, Yes, Kellogg's has partnered up, and they are coming out with an oatmeal cream pie cereal. I might have to try that. Now, I have a question about this, Brian, mm -hmm. because we've had the Oreo cereal and and the Chips Ahoy cereal, and in both of those cases, that's something where you had already just taken a bowl of them and added milk. Have you ever dipped an oatmeal cream pie in milk? You know, I haven't because the oatmeal cream pie is already soft as it is, so it doesn't really need milk. I might yeah. have to try that. I, it, yeah. It's soft and dense. I don't know if it would soak up the milk. Yeah. Would you take an oatmeal cream pie and chop it up and put it in milk? Um, I have never had the desire to do that, but once the cereal comes out, for science, 
I, I might try that. Right. Do we think that the cereal is yeah. going to be crunchy and not soft and chewy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the start. Yeah, that was the thing to me. Was, I was like, wow, of all of the things. But, but now, full disclosure, the oatmeal cream pies are probably not in my top five of Little Debbie snack cakes. They used to be in mine until I got sick. And it was completely not Little Debbie related, but it happened at the same time and I had an association. Yeah. But I'm easing them back into my world. Um, but I'm going to say, though, for a cereal, if they were going to uh, make a Little Debbie snack cake, that is the one that they had to go with. Like, that's, that's going to work best. No, I don't. See, I disagree with that. I was actually just going to ask you which Little Debbie do you think would make the best breakfast cereal? And I think the Star Crunch. Oh, see, now that's one of that's possibly my favorite snack cake. Right. But and it's basically a Rice Krispie treat. I could see that. I like the Star Crunch too. I mean, so if you chop that up. They would have to make it a like chocolate peanut butter Rice Krispie type cereal for that to work. Yeah. I'm just saying if you made it, mm-hmm. if you said we made Little Debbie Oatmeal Pie cereal or Little Debbie Star Crunch cereal, I think the Star Crunch sounds better. I think it definitely has the potential to taste better, but is it going to be a stretch to call that a snack cake cereal? I think that yeah. is a stretch. Well, I think it's and I want to know why the, they didn't yeah. make oatmeal pie into oatmeal, like an oatmeal flavor. Have you eaten oatmeal? I have. That's why. Well, you can make <laughs> it taste better by adding sugar and cream and cookie stuff to it. I guess to me, the only the other thing about the Star Crunch is it, it raises the question of is, is a Star Crunch a snack cake? Because there's no cake in it. Um, there is um, denseness, though. There, there's a little something going I on. I mean, there's denseness in me. That doesn't make me a snack cake. Oh, you're my little snack cake, though. Oh, uh, thanks, Brian. <laughs> thanks, Brian Pie. Uh, oh, dear. There's not, like, a lot, but there's definitely more than just, like, caramel and chocolate holding that together. If you were to chop up oatmeal pies and put them in milk, and you were to chop up Star Crunch and put them in milk, which would be better? Um, the oatmeal cream pies because of the texture. Hmm, I disagree, uh, but we'll have to find out. Texture at all because it's like, uh, so dense. I think you could chop up oatmeal cream pie and put it in your sugar salad and microwave it and let it get hooey. Yes, um, and we have uh, wonderful Heather in our chats talking about the loves of my life. And, like, stay tuned for the after party. I have something I want to uh, comment about that. But uh, also, Lili is saying put it in vanilla ice cream. Yes, heat up a, uh, an oatmeal cream pie and put ice cream in a bowl. Yes. All right. So, yeah, so my cookie news. I, I actually saw this in the store, um, and I'm pretty sure it's new. But it's certainly new to me because it it gets to a question we've asked many times, which is about cookie dough, right? And the cookie dough that you can eat, right? And the question is, is it really cookie dough? And my answer has always been, can you put it in the oven and bake it? And if you can put it in the oven and bake it, it's cookie dough. And if you can't do that, then it's not cookie dough. It might be delicious. It might have the texture of cookie dough. It's not actually cookie dough. So anyways, uh, Pillsbury, you know, they have their refrigerated cookie doughs. Mm-hmm. And I saw them, and they all say on them in giant letters, um, I'm zooming in here, safe to eat raw, eat or bake. Hmm. And they have a number of flavors that have this. Uh, one, they also have brownie dough. That is safe to eat. 
They have your traditional chocolate chip cookie dough. They have uh, a new limited edition caramel apple cookie dough. They have a sugar cookie dough. And all of these have the big, bright yellow, safe to eat. But now I want to get to two others that they have. They have a Reese's Pieces cookie dough. And then they have one that is um, your classic Oreo, which is cookie dough with Oreo pieces, eat or bake. So is that an Oreo? It's a cookie with Oreos in it. Hmm. Is that weird? I've never heard of that before, so I'll give them credit for for that. But yeah, if I said to you I have this Oreo cookie dough, would you think, well, that's cookie dough with Oreos in it? I, no, I would think it's a chocolate-based cookie dough. Yeah, it's not. Mm, that's interesting, though. I, I've never had Oreo pieces in a cookie. So like yeah, and, chocolate chips or peanut butter right. chips or pieces or whatever, M&M's. And these little marvels of, I'm going to assume, uh, chemical engineering can be eaten raw or baked into cookies. I wonder how well the cookies bake up. Well, I mean, just, the thing is, it's eggs. Like, eggs are what make it dangerous. Right. So, like, they found a way around that, obviously. Right. So these are, yeah. So look for those in stores. We'll have to decide if we want to taste those and how. And which flavors. But it fascinated me that this whole line of them is big, safe to eat or bake, uh, which is an edge over their competitors, but also terrifying. And just left me, wa- it left me with more questions than answers, to be quite honest. <laughs> well, that's, that's good marketing right there. Because if you see it and you're like, ah, whatever, they failed. But if you're right. like, hey, I feel like I'm watching Lost right now, that's a success. I've never okay. watched Lost, but now I might want to, but maybe not. Yeah, well, eh. just that you'll have every uh, question that's answered will bring up more questions. So okay, yeah. yeah. Well, the news I have is potentially really good for Brian as well. Though it's all in the execution. Uh, Reese's is coming out with snack cakes. Wait, wait, it's... wait! Reese's is coming out with snack cakes. Who, who's the maker of this? Yeah, because Mrs. Well, Freshly has read. them. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I'm going to read because this is hitting the stores in December. Reese's has a message for candy fans. Let them eat cake it, it, in conjunction with Hershey. Combines the snack cake. Uh, wait, the, that's not what I want to read. Uh, it's hilarious because they're calling it the first of its kind mid-morning cake treat by Reese's brand. Have we not been eating cake mid-morning? I've been eating snack cakes any time of the day. My heart knows no limits on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this. According to the brand, research shows 83% say they have indulged in dessert before noon in the past month. So we had a crazy idea. Give Reese's fans permission to have cake as a mid-morning snack whenever they want. We're 83% were already doing it. Yeah. But, okay, so wait, there's nothing about it that would make it like a breakfast bar or anything. They're just labeling it as eat this in the morning. That's what's making it a... Yeah. It's made with real milk chocolate and Reese's peanut butter cream and comes in a two-cake pack. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I guess it might kind of look like a breakfast bar if you squint and look closely. Well, they're calling it, yeah, I, I was look, I did some research on this too, right? It's a, it's a soft-baked chocolate cake topped with peanut butter cream, and they're calling it a mid-morning snack. Yes. So that's for like for your tensies. Yeah, it's like maybe second breakfast. Right. It's that it's you know what it is. 
It's dessert. It's your breakfast dessert. Yeah. We know that they sometimes. They just call it that. You just don't want to wait until lunch. That's how Reese's Snack Cakes were yeah. born. That's actually, I'm going to start marketing things that way instead. Is you know what? Dinner has dessert. Lunch has dessert. Breakfast typically didn't have dessert. Now let's let's give breakfast dessert. I'm I'm running. It actually helps me with my campaign to be king, right? Because we know when I am king, my first declaration, I'm going to take. Uh, I mean, for people on YouTube, I have a water bottle, but imagine this is a turkey leg, because that will be my scepter when I am king. Uh, I my thing is like I am king. It is breakfast for dinner every night, and if what I need to do is like a prelude to that is. First, I'm going to add dessert to breakfast. That's how I get the people to accept the idea of a benevolent dictatorship in which I make it branded as a monarchy. And then breakfast for for dinner, and everybody's in. Breakfast for dinner, you keep dessert, but it's breakfast dessert. And as your uh, minister of snack cakes, I will help with... with, Oh, yeah. You are the minister of snack cakes. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a witness? (laughs) Not for maybe. <laughs> praise. All praise the minister of snack cakes, Mr. Brian Pierce. Oh, I'm from the Midwest. Don't do that. I'm gonna... I can't handle anything like that. Yes, you yeah. can. Um, uh, I... I'm actually going to do that. We're going to have like professional wrestling introductions to this podcast from here on out. And you're going to be known as the minister of snack cakes. <laughs> Oh, okay. Moving on, though. I have more news from Target uh, because it is the fall season now. They have some of their their brand, their market pantry ice cream in the little pints. They have two limited edition flavors, pumpkin cheesecake and apple crisp, which I think both sound very amazing. I mean, apple, yeah. yeah, apple crisp is another thing. Eat it hot, put some ice cream on it. Well, they saved you time. They put it in the ice cream. Notice that that actually delays its time to being soup, which I think is good. I do like the ice cream soup. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Former intern Ben confirmed that the kids are still making the ice cream soup. But, uh, yeah, I would eat the apple one. Yeah, I know. You don't like pumpkin. You don't like cheesecake. So the pumpkin cheesecake, probably not not in your no. wheel. No, that, no, that's you know what that is? That's the thing that I bring as like a gift. I'm like, look, Brian, look what I got you. <laughs> Look, I'm going to make you eat these disgusting things, but I got you something good, too. Yeah. I actually thought about doing that, that, you know, maybe for October, maybe in some September, we'll have like a little trick-or-treat segment where I'll put stuff in a bag, and then you won't know what it is, and then we'll find out at the end if it's a trick or a treat. We've played this game before. Yeah, we played it with snack cakes, but like, I really like that. We should do it more. You like I'm, torturing people. Yeah, I'm, down. I'm, I'm down. Do you want to do it as a recurring? We'll just talk podcast in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you want that as a treat at the end of episodes or you want to do a whole trick or treat episode? I, for Halloween, let's do a trick or treat. Okay. Yeah. I have some stuff for you. You're going to regret that. Okay. Spoiler alert. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, all done with news. On to experiences. Oh, my gosh. I have so many experiences. Last week, you know, I've been. Uh, just having Dairy Queen experiences. And, you know, we should catch people up because with the new menu, we might have some new listeners or viewers. So we're going to catch you up with what we've been doing with Dairy Queen because it's amazing. Yeah, we had to pull Dairy Queen out of food experiences and make it its own (laughs) segment because they have the new menu out. Did you get the candles, Brian? I didn't. Did you try? No. 
I tried, but I remembered like five hours too late and they were all gone. We'll talk about that when we get to Dairy Queen. Yeah. But, um, so, so I said last week, okay, I, it's been nothing but Dairy Queen experiences for me. I will have something different. And it just happened. Like I, a ton of things happened this week. So um, I teased some of them on my social media. So I should get those out of the way. But last week, I also teased something on the episode. There is new Hostess coffee. Uh, there is Ding Dong coffee. And there is Twinkie flavored coffee. Um, and they are in little Keurig uh, K-cups. Um, not, not, how, that great. not that great. Do they, how do you even make something taste like a Twinkie? Right. Um, now I thought, and, and I'll answer that in a second, but I thought this would be fun, you know, flavors for like a, some sort of donut shop. So like if Duncan or Tim Hortons or someplace wanted to have a novelty thing, I think this would be good for their menu. But the Twinkies, there's nothing about it that made me think this tastes like a Twinkie or a snack cake or a sponge cake or anything at all. It just, like for both of them, the coffee just wasn't good. Amy, you might like it. It's just like drinking a cup of hot water. If you like No, drink- I wouldn't like that either. But I was sitting here thinking those might be better as a creamer than as a coffee. Mm, you know, I don't even really like creamer that much. Um, different. Flavors. I really wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> But, but even the creamer, like, I think it'd be the same thing. Like, how do you get a Twinkie flavor in things? Because it just, it didn't do anything for me at all. So it's a Horeo. It definite Horeo. Now, the Ding Dong, at least that did take, it had a chocolate flavor. And I can't even put my finger on it, but it did have a Ding Dong flavor. At first, I thought, why not just say chocolate cupcake? Because that's more recognizable, I would think. But it definitely has that ding-dong aftertaste, like that chocolate, like that little... So it's like when, yeah, um, you, you know you've had a ding-dong. Yeah, yep. Uh, I even tried them together, like I made two and put them um, put them together and made a little, little twink-dong thing, and that wasn't as good as you would think either. So, so you don't you got like a twink the, in your dong? You don't, yep. like the, you don't like the twink's dong? No, no, I didn't. I, didn't, hmm. I, I was curious what that would be like, and I tried it, and yeah, nope, not gonna do it again. Nope. You know what I wish we had right now? Hmm. The David Letterman breaking glass sound effects. So you could just throw them over your shoulder and be done with them. Because I feel like that's all this segment is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Amy can probably add that in. You know, yeah. when she's editing. I made it myself. It like <laughs> it was great. Oh, I thought you broke the glass. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, that was that was me. I'm like I'm like one of those comedians that can make sounds. I'm a beatboxer, but of breaking glass. All right. I have two more experiences, but I'll, I'll, I'll pause for someone else. I have one, but it's really brief, so I can wait because it kind of feeds into some other stuff. I took a weird walk down memory lane and didn't know it this week. Um, like, I think my dad is in the chat, so this will be perfect. He was. He was in the chat. So I'm going to talk about him and his goofiness that I realized was actually normal this week. So, um, he's always made like a pork roast and, and he, he, he likes his routine. So like, you know, he makes a pork roast like the day after you have to make a roast pork on garlic bread sandwich. And then the day after that, you have to make fried rice. Like that is his progression when he makes it. So, um, I have been experimenting, uh, and trying to make, uh, char char sweet the 
Chinese barbecue pork, the red, the kind of like the red on the outside, barbecue pork, and I finally got it right. Um, it's come out pretty good. Um, it tastes just like at a restaurant. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. But I was like, right now that I can make this stuff, what do I do with it? And I was looking for recipes, and I actually came across the roast pork on garlic bread recipe and a history of it. Um, for those in the chat, I'll show you a picture of my <laughs> roast pork. It looks super good. Um, and so what I didn't realize is that like his love of the roast pork on garlic bread actually has like, a long history. Because have you heard of a roast pork on garlic bread? Either of you? I mean, I, I've heard like of that. like Not as like a thing, but I've heard of it happening. So yeah, yeah. in the Catskills in the 60s and 70s, right, the Borscht Belt, a.k.a. the Jewish Alps, if you saw Dirty Dancing, you know what I'm talking about. The Catskills had had those resorts, um, and a lot of them are, you know, where the, the, the my people would go in the summer, and they served kosher meals um, like at set times, like at 6.30 and 8.30, they had the early dinner, the late dinner, but then... Um, Late at night, especially the entertainers, but others, they would go to like a, you know, they'd be hungry. You want that, you know, that midnight snack. And in a lot of them, they would cook up the Chinese roast pork. And uh, there is a, a bunch of places that uh, were delis and they made a garlic bread and they would put this Chinese roast pork on garlic bread. And it was actually like prevalent as a late night snack in the Catskills. Um, and then it made its way to New York where... Uh, you would see it served as like a thing. The Chinese roast pork on garlic bread is like this melding of like the Italian deli that, you know, could cook up the Chinese pork um, and made that. And uh, I made that sandwich and it was so good. Like I, I made some garlic bread. I had some pickles that I had. They're kind of pickles. It's more like a marinated cucumber than I had yeah, done. I was going to say, why are you eating pickles? Uh, it's really, I grow these giant Japanese cucumbers and I put them in like some rice vinegar and sugar and soy sauce and just let them sit like overnight. So it's not really a pickle, but it's, it would be it's like a, a quick pickle. And it's, it's a quick uh, pickle, but with an Asian twist because it's and rice vinegar. And it goes vinegar. well with pork. Yeah. And sesame pork. oil. Yeah. There's some sesame oil in there. So it's very much like a quick cucumber salad. That It's a cousin of a pickle. So yeah. My dad in the chat just said Chappies in Wartsboro. See? Google that. You'll see it's up in the Catskills. So yeah, I I made it, because and then I was like, oh, now I finally get why, because what this came from in the tide of my history. So there's your story about the roast pork on garlic bread. Apparently, uh, there was a story in Eater in like 2015 about how it has completely vanished from the New York food scene because the Catskills have closed down and like that generation is older. And so you don't really see it anymore. And the original purveyor, like the one left that still made the proper old school one, closed. So it's actually a delicacy that has disappeared. But uh, I will say, bring back the roast pork on garlic bread. When I have my turkey leg, that'll be, see, breakfast, dessert, breakfast for dinner. It'll be uh, my third proclamation. <laughs> well, I, I know we have a lot of uh, viewers and listeners on the East Coast, so maybe they can uh, tell us, you know, if it truly is going away <laughs> or not. Um I had okay, so kind of speaking, you know, Chinese food. I I had um, Chinese food from a restaurant for the first time this week. Um, In your I, life? No, 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 no. From a specific. <laughs> from a specific. Okay. Chinese food. Um, but chains, you know, I usually don't. But I went to Panda Express for the first time. 
oh. this week because I, I heard a couple of people talking about how good it is. So I thought, why not give it a whirl? And um, you know, the reason I want to talk about this, not just for that, um, but I got their orange chicken, which it's that's said, the legend. Yeah, exactly. It said spicy, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to try it. I handled the spice like a pro. I even could have taken more. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, you know how, how yeah. renowned that orange chicken is? You know, I, I, don't, I didn't think it lived up to the hype, to be honest. I have a friend who lives in Manila in the Philippines, and when he comes to the United States, that's like the first thing he goes to get yeah, is Panda okay. Express. Like, the airport will have a Panda Express, and he's like... I'm in America, Panda Express orange chicken. Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer, you can't get it these days, but the, the house special chicken from Leanne Chan's, it's like a um, garlic uh, honey sauce. Okay, kind of like a sesame chicken, but a little bit different. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, don't, I wasn't really a fan of Panda Express, though. Like, it wasn't bad, but just, it wasn't... Mm. Like, I don't think I've ever eaten at a Panda Express. Yeah, I mean, I had teriyaki chicken too, and it was just the flavor just didn't kick that much. So when this Norwegian bland boy says there needs to be more flavor, that maybe is a sign. Yeah, that is. That is yeah. You are a Norwegian bland boy. Um, did anyone else have any other experiences? I had one more that I'll knock out real quick too, if not. Well, I have a quick one, but I want to go after you. Okay. And I have a question: Is yeah. should you be the minister of the of snack cakes or the Norwegian bland boy as like your professional wrestling identity? <laughs> oh, oh, Norwegian bland boy. Yeah, and Norwegian bland boy. Okay. And you know me, yeah. Yeah, um, but you know, I feel like Norwegian Bland Boy is the is the guy that shows up on like the Sunday morning show for the kids that just gets just beat to holy heck by the. Normally knows about, but they recognize. Right, they they are like, oh, that that's the person who comes in, and then like the superstar comes in and like beats yeah. them in forty five seconds. That's Norwegian Bland Boy. Um. Okay, so I was asked to try a chocolate chip sunday from wendy's they have a a sunday that they're making with their frosties and you can get huh. either chocolate or vanilla okay not with chocolate you know of course um and the cookies are they're they're broken up but they're um hard cookies like you know i don't know if they sell them but like you would expect uh they would have been better soft but it was fine you know if, if you think i want a frosty with chocolate chip pieces in it or chocolate chip cookie pieces in it uh, with the Giardelli uh, chocolate swirled on. Yeah, you'd like this. And because I ordered it on the app, they have another new item I got for free. They have bacon pub fries. Ooh. You know what's funny about that? Is huh. I was going to ask you if the Sunday comes with a French fry. Because fr I, like have, I think people associate Wendy's fries and Frosties and kind of mix them together. Uh, that I feel like they could just serve them together. So it's funny it came with fries, but yeah, the bacon pub fries, maybe not with the Sunday. Yeah, no, not that because uh, they do come with bacon and beer cheese um, and they were fine. But I was trying to think like, would I go to Wendy's just for these bacon pub fries or would I want that with any other meal? And Or would you want them at a pub? Yeah, I would rather just go to a bar and get them. Yeah, I feel I'd like the pub fries... Poutine. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wendy's in Canada has poutine, so I kind of wonder if that's their way of, like, angling poutine in. 
Maybe, but yeah, no, uh, Amy, exactly. The first bite, I was like, ooh, this makes me want poutine. I mean, it was good, but it made me wish that there were actual cheese curds in it mm-hmm. and that there was gravy instead of the beer cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a fine product. So use those apps, folks. Use those apps and get the free stuff when you can. Um, but I also have to say, the lady that made my Sunday, she was, you know, there, there's a demographic that tends to like me more. Um, Amy, do you know what that demographic is? Are you trying to imply it's my demographic? <laughs> I think he's implying that it's the Golden Girls. Well, like, you know, the Cougar Mamas. So I don't think <laughs> I'm going to let you answer that. I'm not, I was going to ask Danny next if you didn't know. <laughs> no, I, I thought that's what you meant, but that's like, wait, why is he asking me? I Did you just call Amy a Cougar Mama? I think she just called herself a Cougar Mama. No. <laughs> no, she no asked mama. if you meant her, and you were like, well, it's the Cougar Mom. <laughs> so I was going to ask and see if she knew, then I was going to ask you and see if you knew. But, um... No, it wasn't an older lady. Uh, very, like, so much fun. We were having fun. She was making the Sunday, and she was having a tough time getting that chocolate sauce. Like, she wanted to make it look nice, and she it was just not going well enough. We were time. like, did you just give her your number to be like, let's just get cut through, cut to the chase? Oh, uh, you know what? We can, we can have this dessert with dessert. <laughs> right. Be like, listen, don't stress out. I got you. I'll make you feel better. I know I'm a, a hand. I know that it's very weird when you're preparing a uh, a Sunday for the Minister of Snack Cakes. It's an intimidating experience, but this is not a snack cake, so I'm not judging. You're okay. Also, here's my number. No, but um, here's the thing. Like, her coworkers were making fun of her because she was obviously struggling, like, getting the chocolate sauce. And just, well, yeah, because she's, like, obviously, like, having, like, the groupie moment. She's, it was like, oh, my God, I'm I'm serving the prince of the snack cake world. <laughs> but she's the prince. I thought he was the minister of snack cake. No, he is, but it would be like like princes to rocket. Like Brian is to snack cake, those princes to music. And if you're the king, I think that means I'm your son. No, it means I'm the it means I'm the king. Should <laughs> just become Morikovich? <laughs> anyway, can't she, stop my lip from doing this thing. She brings me the Sunday. She's like, I just want it to look pretty for you. Does it look pretty? And I laid on the BP charm here. I, oh no! I said. You made it. How could it not be? I thought you were going to say it'll never be as pretty as you. Oh, I wasn't going to go that far. Yeah. <laughs> that because be- you wanted to be able to walk to your car safely. Yeah. It'll that- be pretty until I lick it up. Whoa. Amy. Oh. Amy. Whoa. Wow. This is a family show. This is a family show. We're Don't never going to eat food today. you lick your ice cream today. spoon and cup and everything? We're, we're never, we might have to do the saucy sauces first just to cleanse everybody's palate. <laughs> Well, that that's how we get to my experience. Yeah, what is your experience? You've been telling us and promising it'll be short. It's very short. Uh, two things. Well, three things. I uh, This is not the part that I care about. Uh, went back to Weight Watchers. And I was I'm laughing so hard at the genius marketing that goes on in front of uh, Weight Watchers. It's a whole Dairy Queen display. Do you want some about- food scientist stickers that you can put all over that place, too? It's. I was just like, oh, screen's going dark for those that were watching on the uh, the live stream. <laughs> With every kind of blizzard, they got their menu. They got the new fall menu. It, it's it's just like they know their audience. I I don't know. Um, in like jars of what would be their sprinkles and everything. It's a it's a big display. Like taller than me. <laughs> it's a huge display. <laughs> So why is Weight Watchers promoting Dairy Queen's full menu? 
I don't think Weight Watchers is. Dairy Queen put this up right in front of Weight Watchers. Oh, got it, got it. I was yeah. for a second. So I'm saying Dairy Queen knows their audience. Is that evil genius marketing? Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so, <laughs> now we can talk about Dairy Queen and get Will all hyped up in the chat to finally get to try some. Okay, so yes, there is a new fall menu for 2020. Uh, with Dairy Queen between us, um, well, between Danny and me, I guess. Yes. We've tried a lot of the things, but just let's just, uh, you know, mention everything that's on the menu now. They have honey barbecue chicken strips, which I have not been able to find yet. But, you know, that's not too revolutionary. So I will say it, it's I'm glad to see them on this trend. Because if you're a chicken strip lover and lover, and you're actually like even like your your neighborhood bar or restaurant, uh, you know a lot of them use like the frozen chicken fingers. But if you're really craving that, ask them to toss them in like one of their wing sauces, and they will. Ooh, that's yeah. that's uh, if it's like a good wing. Jo- if they have decent wings, be like, I'll have the chicken strips, but could you uh, buffalo those? Or uh, there's one place near me that uh, does buffiaki, where they mix their buffalo oh. sauce and their teriyaki sauce together. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but they also have a new shape, a pumpkin cookie butter. Um, and then they have switched up their um, Blizzard limited edition uh, lineup here, too. They brought back the pumpkin pie for fall, which is a classic, one of the best ever. Yep. They have, this is technically new. It's a caramel apple pie blizzard. They still have the chocolate dip strawberry blizzard, snickerdoodle, brownie back. blizzard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they have something that I think this is new, Oreo Mocha Fudge. They call it new. It's dangerously close to, but not identical to, the beloved mud pie. Right. The off-menu, which is Oreo uh, coffee flavoring and fudge. And right. this is Oreo coffee flavoring and choco pieces. Right. Now, I will say, you know, if we go back to this, our listener Bill this week did go to his local Dairy Queen and get the mud pie and make it royal with hot fudge and continue the trend that we have seen, which is Dairy Queen employees being super psyched when you make it royal. They told them they're like, you just did some expert level menu ordering. Now we need to pause right now because we, we um, you know, might have some new people here listening for the Dairy Queen. What we have been doing is taking regular blizzards on many blizzards and making our own Royal blizzard. So taking any of the Sunday toppings or any, anything else that is on their menu and filling it with those. So uh, any Oreo blizzard with like caramel filled in the middle is amazing or Reese's with peanut butter, just, my mind still has not. Can recovered. we delve into the menu now? Because I did yeah. that. I want to get the caramel apple pie with the royal with a fudge center. I haven't well, done it yet, though. Here's what I did. Uh, I love apple pie. I was very curious about the caramel apple. So I got two minis. I got the caramel apple pie as a mini blizzard. And then I also got a caramel apple pie. And I made it royal and added caramel to the center. Yep, uh, that's another and- choice. Now, Interestingly, the manager who or whoever was taking my order was like, oh, yeah, we can do that. And they handed me and, and I showed the picture for our YouTube folks. But for everyone else, they actually the royal one, they garnished it like there's whipped cream on top. And they gave the royal one a little drizzle of caramel on top so I could tell the difference yeah. and to fancy it up. It's a nice touch. Now, 
I, I, I have not tried the caramel apple pie one yet, but I'm really excited about hearing just about the original first because Time Hop told me it was six years ago this week that Dairy Queen came out with an apple pie blizzard that was disgusting. It was awful. The apple pie pieces tasted like frozen pie crust. Yeah, the pie crust pieces were not good. They were terrible. So please tell me this is an improvement. So, yeah, so this one, the way that they describe it is um, soft caramel pieces, apple pie pieces, and ice cream, and then topped with whipped cream. Um, the pie, the apple pie pieces, uh, it's almost like an apple, like, caramely, like, it's like almost like a crunch. Okay. Um, it's good. I say this, my uh, plain one, it was more apple pie than caramel apple pie. Right, it was. I would say this, it was fine. Like it was, you know, if I was, if I said it was an apple pie blizzard, you're like, yeah, it's an apple pie blizzard. I maybe would have wanted something more crust, but it's hard to pull off crust, right? It, yeah, yep, as history tells us. Now, the the pieces though, is it apple chunks and pie crust, or is it like one little thing that's like apple pie? Piece? It's like little apple crunchy nuggets, I believe. Okay. okay. There's not like an apple like a pie like it's not like apple pie filling blended like in. Like a granola texture, would that be right? Okay. Right. Um. So it was it was appley, and it was you know it was. It was one of those blizzards. You know, I say like sometimes I'm eating a blizzard and I get bored by the end. Because I'm like, yep, I get this. I know what this is. Like, I've had this. I've enjoyed it. But, like, I don't need to plow through more of this. Like, I get it. Um, it was that. Now, when I made it royal, that was actually a caramel apple pie blizzard. Because then what I got was the spoonful of caramel with the ice cream and the pie chunks in it. I'm not going to say that it's a destination blizzard. Like, I wouldn't be like, I need to go to get that. But I do say this. If you go and get that, you'll be happy that you did. Well, since you said it was, sorry, if you said it was apple crumbles, do you think maybe they're trying to go more for the Dutch apple pie? I think they're trying to go for shelf stable. Well, that too. But I just, I was thinking Dutch apple pie would be a better choice to put in a blizzard. Yeah, it's, it's more like that. Um... You know, with the it's definitely would be like the Dutch apple pie, like the crumb top, then like it'd be like more like an apple crumb pie than one with, with the top with the apple pie crust on top. And caramel goes great with the Dutch apple pie. Yeah, it's just another example though of taking an okay, a good, a fine blizzard and making it amazing by making it a royal blizzard. Yes, you the royal treatment. Yeah, that definitely. It was it was fun seeing them side by side. Mm-hmm. And then you really saw how making it royal was really giving yourself the royal treatment. Exactly. Yeah. So if you have any ideas of any that you think we should try or any that you have tried, let us know. We want to hear how you are making your own royal blizzards. Did you have any of the other blizzards, Brian? I did. I, I did try the um, Oreo mocha fudge or whatever they're calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was fine. See, I would rather have the actual fudge than the choco pieces for the texture purposes, mm-hmm. but it was fine. It was good. Oh, it was good. That, unlike the Hostess K-Cups, this tasted like coffee. And I could not huh. stop thinking about how Amy would be vomiting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it's so good. I mean, Oreo, chocolate, coffee. Oh, if you like those things, you will like this one. 
if you if the chocolate pieces, if you would rather have fudge, just ask for the mud pie blizzard. Um, and, yeah. Make it royal. Put the fudge in the middle. You could you could um, you know get that and make it royal. Um, best of both worlds. If you really like chocolate, I think that might be the chocolate might overpower a bit much. Then, but hey, worth a shot. I would still taste the coffee, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I am really curious as to what I would like with the pumpkin pie blizzard, though, to make that royal, because I don't know of anything that would really enhance that perfectly. The marshmallow might as Maybe. like a whipped cream. Maybe. But yeah, I don't think that one is is suitable to be royaled. Yeah, I mean, that's good on its own. If you like pumpkin pie, so Danny, I know you not your don't. We're going to get to that in a minute. It's so good on its own. So you would think the pumpkin cookie butter shake would be super good. No. No? I had the pumpkin cookie butter shake without the pumpkin. So you had a cookie butter shake? Yes. Because that's not on the menu, but you can sometimes have addition by subtraction. And um, what that is, is I don't know if you did. So what did you think of the pumpkin cookie butter shake? What did it taste like to you? I mean, okay, so they top it with nutmeg. They put whipped cream and, and sprinkle nutmeg. So the first few bites were really good. You got the whipped cream, you got the shake, you got the nutmeg. It mm-hmm. tasted like it should have. But after the whipped cream was gone and the nutmeg was gone, it, just, it was just kind of blah. You know, not a lot of flavor. So mine, I asked for it without the pumpkin. And so I got, because I wanted to know what the cookie butter was. Because I had my suspicions about what it was. And I confirmed it. Do you know what the cookie butter is? I mean, I saw them bring out a bat. It's not just cookie butter? It's the um, snickerdoodle base. Really? Okay. See, I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah, well, it's I, the, it's, I shouldn't have it. Yeah, it's the cinnamon. Um, it's like the cinnamon sugar base that they use for the snickerdoodle cookie dough one. It's, so it's that base. So it was basically like a snickerdoodle shake that I had. Would you get it again? Um. I I don't like I like shakes. If I wanted a shake, I would I would do that because it was like drinking a snickerdoodle cookie. Um, I would say this: I probably would do that before I would do the snickerdoodle blizzard. Uh, so it was a drinkable version of it. Yeah. So it was nice. Uh, and see, for me too, like a snickerdoodle cookie just typically doesn't have enough flavor. Like it's fine. If you give me one of those shakes, I will eat it. I'll be thankful. I'm not going to, like, especially discovering the new Royal Blizzards that we can make. I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to waste my time getting this from Dairy Queen again. There's so many better things on their menu. Did you try any of the others? Um, I didn't. The, there are no other new ones. Am I correct? I mean, it's returning. My my one thing is, I guess I would, and this is a job for Amy, is um, I'm curious about the chocolate dipped strawberry one. I like as that a one. Royal with the strawberry filling or with fudge filling. Yeah, I was leaning towards the fudge filling. I would say probably will get this one broil sometime. Yeah, I would be interested to see. Like, actually, I would do a flight of three minis: the OG, the the royal with fudge, and the royal with strawberry, and see how those variations on that goes. And I think that that would be make it four. Have one be peanut butter, like a peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and strawberries. Oh, yeah. Peanut butter and strawberry jam is really good. Yeah. You could do that as four. Well, yeah. Amy, I'm expecting that report. You know what? Maybe if you hang out in front of the watchers, everybody can have a spoonful. <laughs> no, you do it as a flight. Um, we can get you like a, a, a board with uh, four mini blizzard-sized holes in it. You put it in, you just 
carry it around with a spoon and go down the line? Yeah. So I show up in your backyard, you'll have it for me? I, I said you should do that, but maybe. <laughs> you said you we could get you a board. Yeah, I'll give you the board. I didn't say I'd put the blizzards in it. You know what? Four royal blizzards or three royal blizzards. That's not cheap. I'm not made of money here. That's yeah, but I mean, I think that's all the new items on the fall menu. Dairy Queen continues to like surprise us in a good way because I wasn't expecting a lot of new things. With good. That means menu. that means like forty minutes into the podcast, it's time for saucy sauces. Ah, uh, well, um. I was one of the few people here that like condiments, but one of these I am really not looking forward to. Really? Four, three of these I'm not looking forward to. Well, Which I, one I'm are not you gonna, not looking forward to? Uh, mayo must. I do not like mustard that much. I'm and not I don't normally forward, just eat condiments, by the way. I'm not looking forward to mayo must. I'm not looking to mayo Q, and I'm not looking forward to mayo racha. I mean, the, the sad thing is, I mean, these little cups I have here, it looks like I have vanilla pudding and caramel pudding and maybe some tapioca, but no, they're all nasty. No, Raja have, looks like the beginning of Thousand Island dressing. I, I have some uh, little tater tots that have been sitting out for an hour, so this is going to be great. And we should say these are, uh, Heinz has created these new things, which if you like the original condiments, you might like them blended together. I'm not a condiment person, especially mayonnaise. We've tasted uh, some of their other saucy sauces, the, the mayo yes, we, chuck and the honey, honey sriracha. Yeah, honey Something racha. else. And cranch. That's it. Oh, that one was horrible. I like that ranch. Was ketchup and ranch, yeah. And I like ketchup, but that was not No, no. So what are we starting with today? Flashbacks. Um, we're going to color based because I have no idea. Uh, the yellow one is mayo must. The orange one is mayo racha. And the brown one is mayo cube. Let's go on orange one. Okay. Mayo racha. Mayo racha. Yeah. This is the one I think is going to be best. For really? some reason, I'm trying these on tortilla chips and pretzels. Because you have mayonnaise, which is awful, and you have spice, which I can't handle typically. So this is not good, but it's not terrible. Yeah, I've had worse. It is the beginning of like a spicy. I'm laughing at Brian. A spicy Thousand Island. Just remember, Brian, you're making that face, but this could be the video you end up showing at the wedding because there's three of them. Oh no! Oh no! We're gonna play FMK Frolic with Mary and Kill at the end. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go for Mayo Musk. That's the yellow one. Okay. Yeah, I'll go for that too, but I'm not looking forward to it. Oh. Well, it's not as bad as mustard. It smells bad. I didn't say it's good. I said it's not as bad. I hate mustard. And it doesn't want to come out. It just keeps farting. Hmm. Oh. There we go. Oh. Brian. Poor Brian. Oh. Will thinks mayo must would be the best one. Brian's face is telling me oh. otherwise. Oh. It's, um, it is better than regular mustard. Yeah, it's not as bad as mustard. It's, I'm going straight for the mayo cue to get this over with. I need time here. I'm not ready to move on. I can't even swallow this whole thing. Oh, well, look forward to mayo cue. Do you like barbecue sauce? I like I like barbecue sauce, yes. Yeah, then you'll like that. This is like barbecue sauce, but mixed with mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise, though, so the mayonnaise and mustard together, like it was a one-two punch to my mouth. It's a creamy barbecue sauce. Okay. This I can't think of any situation where I would use this, 
but it doesn't taste as terrible. I mean, you're not vomiting instantly like you were with the other two. Okay, but need to try a little more, I think. I mean, it went back for seconds. Well, I don't feel like I got a good, like my mouth was still numb from shock. Yeah, I'm going to have to taste these without anything. Yeah, Brian's handling that like a champ. Yeah. I don't know when I would use it. No, I wouldn't ever. On french fries, actually, on these tots, it's not bad. Like, is it like a french fry dipping sauce? <sighs> My FMK is easy. Me too. Me too. We're probably in the, let's see if we're in agreement. I think we're in agreement. Go for it, Brian. Well, yeah. Okay. So the only one that didn't make me feel like I was wishing for instant death would be the mayo cube. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to marry that one. Yep. You and I agree on that. I enjoy it when my spouse doesn't try to kill me. We'll uh, get used to it. Yeah. I like barbecue sauce. This The barbecue sauce was not overpowered by the mayonnaise. So shocking. Yeah, it's like a creamy barbecue sauce. Yeah. Because usually mayonnaise, that's a strong flavor. So Amy eating, uh, you know, the potato salad for breakfast is, oh, no. What are you uh, frolicking with? I'm going to, uh, you know, have to make a poor life choice and frolic with the sriracha mayonnaise, whatever that. Two for two. I, I, I want to frolic with that also. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, but we all make poor life choices sometimes, so I'm going to regret it. But we're going to frolic and things are going to get a little hot. And then I'm going to be like, oh, no, what is, no, this is a mistake. Like in the moment, I'm like, uh-uh. Well, you know what this is? This is you're like, oh, yeah, I'll have sriracha. And then like you're in the heat of the moment and you're like, oh, my God, you're half mayo. I I am not into mayo. Yeah, you know, I, I would be like, I'm not into either. Um, But I thought maybe. But like, you found yourself with the sriracha. Yeah, I thought I, I heard good things about this. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ah, we'll see, we'll see. And um, then you were like, oh, there's mayo there too. Mm, yeah, no. and instant death to the mayo must. Like yep. I already said, mayonnaise, awful, mustard, terrible. I mean, why not just add pickles to the mix here? Just really kill me. Right, oh, pickles. So yeah, so you and I agree on all of these, Brian. Yep. Uh, Will in the chat said he thought that uh, the mayo cue would be a good. Chicken nugget dipping sauce. I, I agree with that. Good by that. Yeah, I mean the funny thing is it did change change the texture a little bit. The flavor was only slightly modified. Yeah, I would do that. It would be a pretty good dipping sauce. Amy, do you agree with us on these three, or do you have a different opinion? I'm gonna be different, and okay. I'm gonna surprise myself. But I'm gonna agree on uh, frolicking with the mayo racha. Yep. Like I said, it's kind of. Wait a second! I just did the math of what that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, it kind of tastes like the beginning of a spicy uh, Thousand Island dressing, which is kind of weird. Um, so, but fun for a little bit. Justify well, mayo marrying mayo must right now. No, I'm going to justify killing mayo Q first. <sighs> While it uh, does have the hints of the barbecue, it just makes me want real barbecue. I don't want this weird, bland, goopy, cl clumpy When I dip barbecue. my French fries into straight barbecue sauce, it's too much. And this fixed that. I don't like barbecue sauce on potatoes. <laughs> I think Daddy's gonna leave. I, I'm not gonna leave. I'm just like, 
Well, that's why you're the host. I just remind myself. I'm like, like that's my way of having Zen peace. I'm like, I'm very surprised. Zen. I'm marrying the mayo must because you I don't like. You're surprised. I'm freaking shocked. I don't like straight mustard, but I will sometimes put a little mustard and a little mayo on like a ham sandwich, or um, sometimes you put a little mustard when you're making a dressing uh, for different salads. So you're basically, uh, Will is Team Amy, because Will in the chat said he will sometimes add a little dab of mustard on top of the mayo when he's making a ham or turkey sandwich. It gives a little kick. To the, see, it's more mayo-y than mustardy, but you get a hint of mustard, which is a little kick, a little spice, a little tang. Um, that, you know, we can have one of those marriages where it's just a little bit every now and then. Yeah, time to move on to peanut butter cups. We're going to end on this for, ha- for Halloween. Reese's has Franken cups, which is a uh, Reese's peanut butter cup, which is the typical uh, milk chocolate on top. But then the bottom of it is green colored cream. So in theory, this is the half normal, half white chocolate. It's the we're the normal Reese's peanut butter cup. Excuse me, but in half milk chocolate and half white chocolate. And it says trick out your treats, but I wish they came like this. That would be more Halloweeny. There's a picture with the the top where somebody drew like a Franken face on it, uh, but these are not that. This is what I have to say about these being you know half milk chocolate, half white chocolate. Mm-hmm. White chocolate is one of the few places that Reese's can make that work. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. I remember being surprised with that. But for these, I just gotta say, make up your mind. Yeah. This isn't too chocolatey. It's somewhere in the middle. Like the, you definitely get more peanut butter, but a little bit of chocolate. Yeah. It's not quite the fluorescent green of the Witch's Brew Kit Kat, but it's still kind of a weird green. I'll say this. I'll eat the heck out of these. Oh, absolutely. It's Reese's. I'll eat these things eight days a week. And the thing about the Reese's snack cakes is that is not this kind of peanut butter in the snack cakes. If you have a thick layer of that kind of peanut butter, I would be on board. But that's peanut butter cream, so I'm, I'm a little hesitant about those. But these these are fine. I will eat them if you give them to me. But if I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose either the classic or the white chocolate over these. I can buy that. These are fine. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, if you can't make up your mind, then... I mean, take a stand. Two Most of these is a serving. If you can't make up your mind, take a stand. But if you won't take a stand and you're weak. No, just... Or better yet, November 1st, you can be on clearance, buy them up then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd say this. If you blindfolded people and gave it to them, they wouldn't even know. They'd be like, it's like it's a little bit off. Yeah. But if you didn't give them the other one to compare or weren't an expert on snacks, if... I think you wouldn't necessarily know a huge difference. And I think I heard Amy say two is a serving size, and I don't want to make the FDA mad, so I'm going to eat another one. Yeah. So listen to the Minister yep. of Snack Cakes. According to their bag, it's two is the size. A serving, whatever you want to call it. So on that note, next week... Oreos. 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 New, returning, and international Oreos all together. Yeah, and yeah, so we'll get to answer the question of we're going to have the American lemon Oreos, which have the Ooh-hoo. golden cookie. We'll have the Mexican lemon Oreos, which for some reason have a green cream, but a chocolate cookie. And the returning limited edition maple Yum. cream Oreos. 
Yes, I don't get the regular maple cream cookies. I'm looking forward to that. So on that note, thanks for listening. Everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for being with us this week and have a great week, everyone. Enjoy bye your bye. mail, Must. Don't. It's not good, but bye-bye. <laughs>